Have you heard about that expression that uh, uh, think globally and act locally? Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. So it's exactly what I uh, what I think is a good a good strategy for for new students. Mm -hmm. um, we need to think globally. Or, I mean, you need you cannot lose this uh, overview. You need to understand what is happening in the world. Yeah. But you need to take action in your local. Uh, area, you know. Right. So I'm saying that because we're gonna have uh, for. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Michelle. And uh, Michelle, how's uh, how's life doing? How's 2022 treating you so far? Yeah, 2022 starts with uh, full energy. We are very uh, excited to what we can do this year, especially with our events. Right. And we are happy to, to share this experience with you. Well, it's going to be a, a lot of fun diving a, a little bit into, of course, your role and uh, a little bit of the upcoming events that is happening as well. And before we sort of like, you know, I guess diving more into the core of, 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 of fees on the World Obstacle Federation, I wanted to just you know, take us a little bit back to like how your journey started in the sport industry. Just lay it a little bit out, like so people get an essence of like where it all started and where you are today. Well, uh, I always play sports, especially tennis, volleyball, squash, and running. Yeah. But my career uh, didn't go to that way. I choose another another path. I become a, a kind of expert in management of shopping centers in Brazil. Actually, I developed 70 shopping centers in Brazil That's and awesome. helping 100 uh, companies to develop their business for shopping centers and retail. But a sport was always clicking here, like All right. you know, a kind of passion. It's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's my passion, it will always be. And, um, and I decided with my wife to change from Brazil. I am Brazilian. Uh, we decided together to move to Switzerland to pursue this dream, to, right. to work for a sport industry. And then I came to Lausanne to do a master's uh, degree at AISTS. It's a sport... Uh, Sport Administration and Technology Masters. Right. And it's, it's a very famous one. And uh, I thought that it would be the best way to get into the industry. Right. Uh, especially because I didn't know anyone from the sport industry. I have uh, a strong background, I think. I, I have uh, transferable skills mm -hmm. that could be very useful for sports, but I didn't know anyone. So, right. I thought the best way it was studying. And I think, actually, I did that strategy before. Mm -hmm. It's not my first master's, my third master's. So wow. uh, I did it before in Brazil. I did it in Australia and now in Switzerland. So it's always worked like this. When you start to study, you can meet people. You can know about the, the business. You can start to connect friends and colleagues and be part of a community so right 
we decided to do that and we moved uh, to Switzerland. My wife, my son, four years old, and myself. And we are here. Actually, I don't live in Lausanne. Yeah. I live in Bern, nice. the Swiss capital. Yeah. And I live here because part of my plan was before come here, we decided that to in order to to settle in, in Switzerland, we right. should find a job for my wife. Yeah. She she she's a fashion designer, but mm -hmm. we found and she got actually she got a, a job in the Argentina embassy here in Bern. That's mm -hmm. why we live in Bern. So That's she awesome. works for our embassy. And I start my journey in sports doing my, my master's, yes. Right. And luckily, I mean, like, uh, Switzerland isn't that big of a country. So it's, it's not that far of a distance, you know, from, from Bern to Lausanne. I think it's roughly like an hour on train or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's a funny fact. Uh, I spend five hours every day during one year yeah. uh, going by train. No? <laughs> And people said to me, wow, it's too much. You're going to be tired. And I just remember that I came from Sao Paulo. Yeah. And in Sao Paulo, you can uh, stick on the, on the traffic uh, for one hour to cross five kilometers. Right. So right. For the, the same time that I, I spent uh, to go from Bern to Lausanne, one hour yeah. by train, right. I used to spend in Brazil to, to cross just... <laughs> Uh, five kilometers so right. it's uh, actually it's not a big deal it's yeah. just you just have to be very organized very disciplined be punctual and i always be punctual I, I like to actually i like to arrive early than the than the time yeah. um, so i didn't have any problem to to do right. this uh, commuting yeah it was actually it was fun because the yeah. train in switzerland is so good yeah. And you can study, you can uh, not to sleep because I don't like to sleep, but you can study, you can do some researches, you can just enjoy the, the landscape. Right. It's amazing. Actually, it's amazing. When you are arriving in Lausanne and you can see all the yeah, Lake, uh, Lake Le Mans, it's, it's incredible. It's, um, it reminds me a lot of Norway, you know? So it reminded, I, I remember when I was uh, traveling there in 2017 on like kind of like a research business trip for Sporting Global, like pre-Sporting Global, kind of like leading up to it. And uh, I was visiting, you know, Lausanne, Bern and, and, and Zürich and just like taking yeah. the train, you know, like, you know, from every place, you know, being there a little bit and just, you know, enjoying the view, the landscape. I mean, like, it's, it, it's amazing. And I guess like quite different as well um, from your Sao Paulo, you know, in Brazil. Yeah, totally different actually. It's totally different. So I, I used to say that if you live in Sao Paulo, you can live everywhere. <laughs> because it's, um, it's, it's, it's a real challenge. You need right. to be uh, super patient. You need to, to be organized as well. Yeah. You need to be aware about uh, some, some dangerous situations that we have in Brazil. But in the end, living in Switzerland is quite easy. It's not... Right difficult at all it's, and it's a wonderful land i i really like it it's a, it's a good country and i'm glad you're you and your family you know have been able to adapt you know so well as well you know getting the jobs for for your life as well you know it's, it's not always easy you know coming abroad and you know taking taking that kind of uh, big challenge but I, but I, but i wanted to just touch upon something that you said as well which i think is very key 
um, about, about sort of like figuring out the model of what works in terms of going into an industry, right? So you said like, well, you maybe have, you know, the skills, the transferable, you know, skills and knowledge, but you don't have the network or, or the sort of like, you know, community around you. So sort of like going back to school and building that foundation again has been a very proven model. But I think it's also very important that, you know, obviously, you know, that you, that you showcase that okay that's that's a very successful you know step for people but again like for for a lot of young people it's like oh i'm going to school and then i'm gonna you know get a job as like you know real madrid barcelona you know whatever like big club and they're gonna like go straight to the top right and they think that's gonna happen just by them sitting in school doing their stuff but you have to put yourself out there you know and and you have to like you know be proactive and i guess like you know what, what are some of the things that you did in order to kind of like you know be proactive you know putting yourself out there and that obviously leading to your job you know with with the uh, world obstacle and, and FISO well um I think I think that the key um the key element here is definitely networking mm -hmm. I used to say that if you go to a new city and I can I can say that properly because I lived in 47 houses yeah. 14 cities and seven seven countries wow. so i start my life over again many times <laughs> so it's always the same the same way the same strategy because right. it's the way that people behave for yeah. example if you want to if you are in a new city you want to uh to go to a barber shop what do you mm -hmm. do you just you go around and see what what you like on the streets of course not. You you ask for a friend. Okay. You ask for a friend. If they have some some uh, some knowledge, if you, if you can uh, appoint it or indicate a, a good professional, right. it's the same for everything. Yeah. We behave like this. Uh, uh, human beings are are uh, aggregate people. They mm -hmm. we we like each other. We like to share. We like to to help. We like to. Uh, to create this sense of community. So right. in order to do that, you definitely you need networking. Yeah. Okay. And in my case was especially uh, challenging because I, I am 40, when I arrived here, I was 43 years old and I had a previous career uh, without modesty, a very successful career in Brazil at least. Right. And I kind of, uh, to do this, uh, to pivot my my career, I I need to gave up of everything. So I sold everything that I that I create in twenty years right. in order to be here. It's not easy. No, for not sure. at all. It's much difficult than if you are young because yeah. if you are young, you don't have first you don't have family to right. to be be worried about. Second, <laughs> you can survive with less money. Uh, actually, you can try and you can make some mistakes, but in my age, you cannot make mistakes. Right. Well, you can, but yeah, <laughs> it no, I, no, I get it. It's gonna you should, you should be more. Yeah. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, you should be more careful about your yeah. mistakes. So you need to plan better. Right. And um, and actually, it's a, it's another country. It's not easy as well. It's, uh, Switzerland is a beautiful country, but it's a very peculiar country mm -hmm. because they have a strong culture they have uh, uh, 
some languages that <laughs> is quite difficult, like German. Yeah. Actually, I'm studying German now. Oh. And, uh, and uh, so you need a little bit, uh, a, a bigger effort to make right. this change. No, for sure. I mean, like it's it's a big step, you know, going to any any new country. And as you were saying too, it's like you know you're in a position with with way more obligations and 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 uh, you know kind of like it's a different kind of you know approach that that you definitely have to think about. And but but let's let's move a little bit, you know, forward to to your job now, you know, at the World Obstacle, and obviously you're the deputy secretary general. And what are what are some of your you know key responsibilities and tasks that you're doing there? Well, uh, just after my, my master's, actually before to, to, to end my master's, right. um, I start to connect many people as I, as I did uh, er, uh, before as well. Right. Before I start to, to, to study in this master's, I start to connect people and I start mm -hmm. to ask and I start to offer my help as a volunteer for many events because I was here, I was waiting for the masters and I, I, and I saw that could be a very good opportunity to know more about the industry, uh, to feel how it works, you know, to, to have this deep experience from the events. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we didn't have any problem with COVID that time. So right. I, could, I, could, I could do 12 events during one year. Nice. Uh, some special events right and uh so in when i was uh finishing my masters i start to talk with people and i applied for a position in uh word obstacle and i did three uh interviews until i met the, the president jan adamson and then we decide to move on and to start my my job at uh, word obstacle. I start as uh, development director, not mm -hmm. as deputy secretary general, but after less than one year, uh, I was appointed by the by the secretary general as deputy secretary general uh, from our statute. Uh, the deputy secretary general just exists if he, he is appointed. Right. So I was appointed to help the organization to manage the secretariat in Lausanne. Mm. Many of our members and uh, board members are outside Lausanne, Switzerland. They are right. in the United States, they are in Singapore, they are in uh, Middle East, they are in UK, and I'm here in Switzerland. So it was very convenient for me and for, for the Federation to to have uh, a deputy secretary located and based in uh, Switzerland. So right. since now I'm doing lots of things. Uh, we are a small federation, a young and a small federation. But in this few years that we exist, we could do uh, great things. Right. So, uh, the last one was to be recognized, uh, observe status um, by guys. Yeah, which is the first step to become uh, an Olympic sport. That's awesome. Uh, so we are in this journey. I, I'm, 
actually I'm managing all the administrative work at the, the Federation. I provide uh, support for national federations, uh, establish best practice in, for governance, mm -hmm. uh, ensuring that the, the uh, rules uh, are applied in compliance with our normative uh, documents. I organize uh, market intelligence uh, to facilitate the strategy uh, planning. Uh, also, I'm implementing digital systems mm -hmm. to integrate the frontiers of our, our job. Uh, and I'm doing new partnerships uh, with very special companies uh, like Sporting Global as well. And because we believe, we believe that <laughs> we believe that um, we believe that this this way doing purposeful partnerships we will be we'll grow our community we'll grow our networking and we will uh, grow together right. to to reach our goals. Nobody can reach any goal uh, alone. So we need help, and yeah. that's the the idea behind the behind the, the purpose of doing partnerships. Hundred percent, and I mean, like, um, obviously, it's quite interesting for you to sort of like obviously joining such a young, you know, federation, like up and coming. A lot of a lot of things happening, of course. Uh, you know, less people working there, but at the same time, like more, you know. Um, more ways of you know being involved and it's sort of like you know having a, a foot or a stake in a lot of the things that are happening and i wanted to just you know talk a little bit about like you know obviously you know as 2022 has just kicked off what have been like you know some of the i guess key priorities for world obstacle right now and sort of like the upcoming event here because obviously you know looking back you know through the last two years it hasn't been a lot of you know events going on because of the pandemic and i guess like now then that things you know is i guess in a sense you know better in terms of like people are more vaccinated a little bit more organized people know a little bit more what's what's going on in a sense like how is that you know reflected i guess in a sense um you know some of your key priorities you know and the upcoming event here i think we, we have at least four key priorities now yeah. The first one is definitely is organize our events this year. Right. Start restarting because we postponed our events since 2019. Right. Because of COVID, of course, as everyone else. And now uh, our first main goal here is organize our events. We did a new calendar for obstacle course racing for Ninja and also for adventure racing. Right. We, and we are working on this uh, calendar to deliver these games through our national federations and also organizing our own events. Right. Uh, second is get more national federations recognized by their national authorities. That mm. is important for us because in order right. to become a, a sport, an Olympic sport, you need to have a certain number of national federations recognized by their national authorities, could be their national Olympic committees or could yeah. be their, their government departments. Yeah. So we need to get more national federations, our members recognized by uh, those institutes, yeah. entities. Um, third, it, 
it is uh, grow our community. We need to grow our community, grow the number of participants, grow the number of people that want to join us to make this dream come true. So we need to grow our community. Uh, to do that, we are uh, supporting our national federations, including by the events. Uh, the events are definitely the, the, the best way to uh, attract people, attract uh, audience, attract new athletes and participants. Mm -hmm. And also by organizing their governance issues, uh, which is important as well to uh, help them to be to become recognized by the their national authorities and right. the uh, the last i think is uh, fundraising our projects we are a new uh, federation we don't have uh, official sponsors right. we have uh, very good um, partners but we 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 believe that our events could deliver uh, an amazing platform for sponsors and also for host cities. Okay. So I think the fourth um, fourth uh, objective is fundraising our our projects uh, and our activities. Right, and, and it makes makes total sense. And I think like it's it's m must feel good a little bit for you as well to at least now kind of like you know getting that event aspect going again you know like planning those events you know hopefully fingers crossed you know no delays and no uh you know cancellations because i think it's been a frustrating time for everyone that is within the sport event industry and are doing that kind of thing uh, but but i wanted to talk a little about like you know some of these challenges that you have been having to overcome you know during the past year and um you know bringing you into like 2022 like but I wanted to look at it both from like a personal standpoint, but also from a you know professional business, business standpoint. If you wanted to like separate, like I guess in a sense, like what what have been like some of those challenges that you you would have had to overcome? And I know going a little bit you know personal here, but I think it's good for people to kind of you know that are tuning in and listening here to to kind of like understand that there's you know um, there's always challenges, you know, both from a business and a personal standpoint, and, and the importance of you know solving those and, and overcoming that in a, in a challenging time for a lot of people. I, I believe that everyone is facing this kind of problem now. It's yeah. how to adjust our new behaviors right. to the needs that we're going to have to get back to the normal life, right? Because now people used to work from home Mm -hmm. And then the, the, we need to go to the office again, but we're going to do that every day, uh, two days a week, one day a week. Uh, so, uh, and about, about traveling as well, do we need to travel a lot as we did before? So we need to travel to Singapore to have a meeting or we can just have a online meeting as everyone is doing. I think right. the COVID in a certain way, uh, accelerate some solutions that we didn't believe that could work mm. and now we saw and we did we did it work we made we right. made it work uh, 
Yeah. Everyone is doing these online meetings. It's fine. It's okay. You can do uh, from your house or whatever you want. Actually, you can do it from the from the beaches, from pretty much park. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that it's you are losing your performance, but definitely. Um, maybe I'm kind of old school. I like to interact with people like in our in person right. because I think we can find. Uh, common objectives easily easier mm -hmm. if we uh, meet people when yeah. you meet people you can see their eyes you can you know you can establish a more connected relationship it's important we we are human beings we, yeah. we cannot forget that and human okay. beings are aggregate people we need we as i said we like to stay together right it's, it's actually it's a lesson that i learned from from retail yeah, because uh, I said about transfer skills, right? If you right. do a parallel from from retail to sports, we can find very similar situations. For example, uh, uh, customer experience in retail is the audience experiencing expect, ex, expectator experiencing in a sport. If you right. think about e-commerce, we think yeah. about e-sport. If you think about venues uh, in shopping, it's shopping center is a venue. Right. It's a right. venue. So there's lots of similarities that you need to, you can, you can uh, leverage from it. And, uh, but the main, and I learned that we like to be together. Right. That's, so people said before that the shopping center will close the doors, all this kind of things because of e-commerce actually didn't didn't go in that that way because yeah. we like to stay together. We like right. to see people. We like so I believe very uh, deep that we we have this challenge now how to adjust our old behaviors mm -hmm. behaviors to the new ones, right? And how we can get some advantage from from the new learnings that we had in this two. Uh, last years mm. actually uh, in a personal point of view as i did uh, a home office from since <laughs> since, since 2020 yes everyone yeah. uh, I, I'm, I kind of miss my 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 little son i think right i developed a very structured schedule here for me so uh, I have my time to spend with him and I have my time to, yeah. I think we, for me personally, if I have to get back to the office again, probably uh, lose my, my wife's and my, my son company would be something, uh, something challenging for me. Yes. Right. Right. It's a, you adapted to like that, you know, being at least a lot closer to your family, right? Which is obviously, you know, an extremely, you know, um, good, good side of things of like having that more, uh, you know, family time. But I think also you touch upon, you know, something important in terms of, you know, how people um, kind of like, you know, feel, feel the need of being together, right? And, and obviously, you know, having that sort of communication. And I think that brings up like a very valid point. Obviously, you know, restaurants like you know shopping centers like all this is hurting a lot because of the pandemic right because you know people are not going as much outside and spending you know time and money you know to 
together yeah. because of the challenging situation. But one sort of like, I guess, in a sense, that stage like is, is being, you know, uh, you know, are, are becoming simplified and easier, right? In a sense for people to have that, I think it is extremely critical to facilitate that so people can kind of like go back to it because it's been such an important stage and maybe now more than ever like that's going to be extremely critical for people it's like having that opportunity again to like go out like have a nice lunch together like you know spending time together at a shopping mall or whatever it is like even going to the stadium right of like watching an event or being there and present right because i think we all in, in an aspect are missing a little bit that going back to kind of like what you were saying of, of, of that community and I think you're talking you're talking about be conscious about time mm -hmm. and one thing that i learned from this COVID that we don't need to spend time on uh, on things that doesn't give any kind of advantage for us for example you right. could remember these meetings these two hours meetings everyone talking I don't know, no senses, you know. You, you don't want to spend that time again. You don't want right. that. Uh, so I think we become more effect, efficient mm -hmm. in terms of how we manage to, uh, to meet people, how we handle with meetings and uh, this kind of uh, uh, team works. Right. And uh, we don't want to spend time on, on something that is not important because if right. you spend time with that you cannot have time to do what you want to do now right <laughs> to stay yeah. with your family to do your sports to do your hobbies whatever right. so i think we become more efficient yeah and it's a good thing because yeah. i remember I, how many and i was a, this kind of person that i always i, I complain about this three hours meeting, you know, talking about everything and 10 people in the same room. And I used to say, look, if you want to solve the problem, we need right. to get that, you know, let's do a plan. We share the plan and you, yeah. let's be active, be proactive and solve the problem because talking, we don't solve any problem right. talking. Uh, and I think we learned that from this, uh, this pandemic. Because yeah. now you don't want to spend your time. You need to. You you want to be more effective, more efficient, and more right. um, purposeful. So right. it's a good thing. It's All a right, good 100%, thing. Hundred percent. And but I wanted to um, wanted to move a little bit forward to um, you know talking a little bit about you know students, young professionals, kind of like you know going into the industry. Um, you know, trying to find their pathway, you know, like a little bit, wants to work with the events. And, and I, I guess like from yours, like, what are some of the events that, um, you know, World Obstacle is hosting, you know, during this year and, and in the future as well, that could be a good starting point, you know, for, for, you know, student or freshly graduated one that, you know, are looking to get their foot in the door, perhaps a little bit thinking in the mind of like the situation we are in right now. Have you, have you heard about that expression that uh, uh, think globally and act locally? Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. So it's exactly what I, uh, what I think is a good, a good strategy for, for new students. Mm -hmm. um, we need to think globally. I mean, you, need, you cannot lose this uh, overview. 
you need to understand what is happening in the world, yeah. but you need to take action in your local uh, area, you know? Right. So I'm saying that because we're going to have, uh, for this year and next year, we're going to have World Series events. Nice. World Series events uh, will be organized by national uh, federations. Mm -hmm. So if you're a student, instead of uh, trying to help uh, some international events, you could help national events because it's easier for you. Right. If you are in a UK, if you are in Norway, if you are in Brazil, if you are in the United States, instead of looking for the international events, you could look to do to the local events, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. National events. So in a, at World Obstacle, we have this opportunity because we create this new calendar mm -hmm. and it, it consists of a World Series. The World Series should be organized by each uh, national federation that we have. Right. We have kind of 100 national federations. And this event would be a, a qualification for the, the World Cup. Right. World Cup will be the event that the continental federations will organize. Mm -hmm. And then the World Cup will become the qualification for the World Cup finals. Right. Right. So I think if if I were a student now, uh, a real one, no, without <laughs> without a family in my back, I, I, yeah. I would start <laughs> locally. I would start like doing national events. Right. You have lots of opportunities in, uh, in a national level. You have national federations, many of them. You have uh, the National Olympic Committee for many cities, for many right. countries. You yep. have teams, you have clubs, you have leagues, you have so many organizations in a national level, much more than in an international level. Mm -hmm. Of course, probably if you're an ambitious person, you want to go higher, you want to go to the international organizations, it's, it's fine. But in terms of strategy, I think if you start from, uh, from the national level, you can do your pathway to the international organization much easier. Actually, you're going to get uh, experience. You're going to uh, increase your networking. You're going to have new opportunities in terms of uh, activities, what you can do, what you can find out in terms of uh, different roles, different uh, tasks. Mm -hmm. So I would um, suggest to start from national level. So we're gonna have at World Obstacle gonna have this opportunity for uh, with World Series for obstacle course racing, ninja, and also adventure racing. So that's that's I mean, that's a lot of opportunities, and it literally goes back to what you were saying in the beginning, right? Of of think globally, act locally, and then you know by doing that, you know you have an easier way to that you know international events that you know you perhaps want to do. One day, or perhaps even you figure out that those national events is is something that you enjoy a lot, and you don't, to, you don't have to lose the big picture. Right. I mean, you don't have to lose your final des yeah. destination if you 100%. want to. But you should start from the national level, definitely. Hundred percent. We 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 totally support support that and building your way up. You know, as, as actually, if I can share this, uh, sure. if. Before World Obstacle, 
I started to work as a strategy advisor for the National Federation of Triathlon in Brazil. Nice. And I've been doing this, this job since then. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling what I did, actually, because I was in Switzerland. I could, have, uh, I could start in an in a, in a international organization. But I thought, okay, I'm Brazilian, I'm here. Right. And maybe maybe a Brazilian organization could leverage from my my knowledge now and right. from my my position now. So I offered my my work for for some uh, national federations until uh, I I got this opportunity with Triathlon. And it's it has been fantastic fantastic experience they are doing so well uh for example i developed their strategy planning for 2028 nice a new one we got uh fantastic results in governance so in one year we we went from a score that 3.5 to 8.2 wow there is some governance programs in brazil that it developed by the National Olympic Committee. Yeah, and uh, we are uh, we are among the three best um, uh, organizations in governance in the small cap. Mm -hmm. We are in the among the eleven best organization the whole um, sport industry in Brazil. Wow. So, and uh, it's fantastic because it's a national federation. Actually, in Brazil, they call confederation because they call the regional federations. And then we, in Brazil, it's a little bit different than regional federations or local federations, mm -hmm. confederation, then the international federation. Right, right, right. right. So they are doing great, and I'm very pleased to help them. And I'm very involved, very committed with their uh, strategic uh, objectives. And I'm splitting my time between World Obstacle and, uh, and the Triathlon Brazil. Well, that's, first of all, congrats on that. That's, that's, that's a massive, you know, boost as well. And, and really cool to see, you know, and, and it's for people to know, right? Like you can help out, you know, from any place in the world, you know, just understand. And I can help them from Switzerland. I don't need to be in Brazil. Right. No, because we learned how to work right remotely right so especially now <laughs> more than right. ever you know it's uh definitely a way of thinking globally and acting you know locally as you were saying it's definitely the one thing people need to take away from this uh this podcast um finally i just wanted to like ask you like just you know obviously beside kind of like you know the the thinking globally act locally you know perspective what, what kind of tips do you have for students you know looking for a career in sports what are some of the like, you know, key things you would you would bring up before we wrap up? Yeah, uh, I think the first one would be volunteering. Mm -hmm. Definitely volunteering. If you're a student, uh, maybe you, you need some money, but let's say that let's assume that you don't need too much money because you you are living with your family or you have your family support. So definitely, I would. Even if you need money, it doesn't matter because volunteering is is um, is a key element for sports. Yeah. So it's a way to start your your career. So it's doing volunteering. The 
as I said, I did 12 volunteers, volunteering jobs. I worked for IOC, I worked for uh, uh, Lever Cup. It was amazing, an amazing opportunity. I love tennis. So I had the opportunity to stay together with uh, Roger Federer. Nice. How can I do that you know, if I didn't work there? And I worked right. super happy for free, of course. Yeah. I actually I have another fun fact. I, I was doing a during task uh, for IOC. They were launching the new house, mm. and someone asked me. It was before my master. I just arrived in in Switzerland, and I asked to to do this volunteering job, and they they uh, they agreed, and I started to do it. Uh, it was when they, the IOC launched a new house and they asked me uh, if I could help inside of the building and I didn't know which, what for and, uh, and I was there and someone uh, asked me please could you give the scissor for Thomas Bach to cut the, to cut the ribbon right. and wow it's amazing right it's nothing it's nothing that as a, a as a professional, you you would be grateful because didn't give any kind of uh, recognition or money or right. whatever. Right. But I was there in the middle of right. the, the the new house uh, launching event, and I gave actually I didn't give the sister for Thomas Bach. I gave the sister for the president of Helvetica Confederation. I did right. the the sister for the president of Switzerland. Yeah, and it was an, an amazing experience in terms of volunteering right so definitely That's i would suggest to do volunteering a second i think it's uh it's about relationship mm -hmm. but it is not uh, based on asking for it's not basing on, on on taking it's basing on giving right. i think it's a very important suggestion that i could offer now is instead of asking for people or trying to to meet new people to reach out people asking about something like i want to develop my career i want to have experience i want to learn i want you you you're behaving like a children when you do that right uh, you need to offer first right. you need to offer help you need to offer your hands-on um, uh, intention you know you need to Look, I want to help you. I know that you have this event and I want to be part of. I want to help you to develop your business. I want to, I don't know. Right. You, you must give, not taking. Right. It's not time to taking, it's time to give. Right. When you give, people will trust on you. And yeah. then you will get a chance to get into the business. So it's, it's funny because if you are uh, doing this um, management position as I'm doing now and I did before I'm not telling that because I, I start to work for sport I'm right. telling that because I had this previous experience before it was right. the same yeah so uh, we used to have to, to get contact from students that want to to work that's fantastic it's a good mm -hmm. initiative but most of them are asking something. It's not offering something. So it's time to offer. It's time to give. It's not time to take or to get something back. You right. need to prove your values first. 
That's my, that's my, I, I believe on that. I think yeah. that is how it works on the real world. Uh, the business world function like that. It's right. not the opposite. So if you are asking for a, a president, a director, a secretary general, whatever, that you want to work, don't say, I want to work to, to learn. Say that I want to work to help you to serve your uh, purpose, to right. to collaborate with your project. I don't. I don't. I don't. Right. 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 So right. it's time to giving. It's not time to to get back. And third, and the last one, uh, probably would be to try different uh, tasks, different areas. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to build your career with right. some planning. But if you're not sure about your skills, about what you like, and who who can be sure with 18 years old, right? Right. Actually, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. I'm not. I, I study law, and yeah. after I study law, I start to manage shopping centers. Then I start to manage sports organizations. Right. And I did different things. For example, I study theater. I study uh, interior design. I study yeah. psychology. I study different things yeah. in order to find find out what I like, what I don't right. like. So I think if you are a student, you should try different tasks, different mm -hmm. areas, different um, positions, different uh, maybe different industries as well. Right. But if you are really like sports, try events, try governance, try marketing, try digital, try try whatever you can mm -hmm. until you have this strong um, idea uh, that that you want to do something specific right. in some area because is the is the way that you can learn is the way that you can find new opportunities and it's the way that you can leverage from your uh, your your job yeah no 100% then i mean like it's not just about of course, you know, finding what you like and what you don't like, but you also get a better understanding of the industry, of the ecosystem, of, you know, whatever organization you're in to sort of like get that big picture of, you know, what's happening. And, and again, like just in most cases, as, as a young, you know, student or professional, you, you know, you want to, you know, you're passionate about sport, you know, you like, you know, maybe, you know, a specific sport, but besides that, it's sort of like, you know, test your waters and, and, and see, you know. That's why volunteering is so important because ideally, uh, in idea, you, you have some idea about, uh, about how it works, uh, how, how it's working for a sport. Right. But when you do volunteering, you see the real world, you see how it works effectively in the, in the area, in the job uh in the job uh task you know you, right, you right you need to to have this experience because otherwise it's just sucks <laughs> I, I believe that working for sports is fantastic have you been in an event you should be there right. when you go there you're going to see that there is a lot of uh, work to do it's not fancy at all actually a little bit though <laughs> a little bit yes of course a little bit but there, there's lots of hard work before no okay. when you when you see the event the the uh the open ceremony or the closing ceremony then you say oh my god it's fantastic right but you there is hard work 
So you need to be aware about it. Right. If you want to work with governance, you need to know that you need to read a lot. You need right. to, to write, you need to understand about law, about statutes, about this kind of structures. So it's not easy at all. If you want to work in social media, okay, I'm gonna post something. No, it's not good to post something. You need to prepare everything. You need to research, you need to hunt this, uh, all the trends that you want to discuss. You need to be updated with all the technology innovation that is going so fast right. that you don't know. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, you need to have this uh, real experience instead of being just thinking about it. Absolutely. Well, with that, Michelle, I'd like to thank you, you know, so much for uh, for taking the time, you know, and for sharing your story, your insights, your 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 tips, and uh, you know, I think if if there's one thing, you know, people should should take from this, it's the feeling, you know, think globally and act locally. It's uh, yeah, great, great advice. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I want to finalize just saying that there is no su success without sharing. We need to share. We are human beings and human beings by nature share with each other. So thank you very much, Oli, for this opportunity. You are doing great with Sporting Global. I really like your, 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 your work and the high purpose that you have to help the community, especially students, to get the first job, to get the right uh, uh, academic program and then start to develop their own career. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. And we're, uh, we're happy to be a partner of World Obstacle, of course, and we're going to do a lot of great things. When we start to the, the events, launching events, all our uh, vacations we, we will be uh, with you. So yeah. uh, stay tuned, stay connected to supporting global community to, to know about our future uh, positions. Absolutely. You heard it here, you know, make sure to sign up if you haven't already, you know, at sportingglobal.com. You can also download like the iOS app and Android. So feel free to do so. And uh, yeah, Michelle, we just have like one final, I guess, challenge for you. And with every, you know, podcast that we do and video, we, we, uh, we always finish with uh, like some Norwegian. So I got to teach you some Norwegian today. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So with every video we do, we always finish with Vi snakkes which means see you later in Norwegian. So that's what you have to say. Peace not get. We snuck guess. Peace not guess. There you go. Good job. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Thank you so thank much. Thank you very much, Ole. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Bye. Thank you very much.